Blog Talk Radio. Now we got a lot of... I'm Andrea Canning, and this is Day One. Now we got a lot of things, a lot of... Noah, 
And now, I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't believe in all that boat floating stuff. I don't believe in all that rain. I don't believe in that stuff. I, I, I ain't seen no rain. I ain't seen nothing. I ain't seen no sign of judgment, but God told Noah. And he said, build a boat. Jesus Christ comes along and said, look, I suffered and died on Calvary's cross. I gave up my life to save your life. In other words, Jesus Christ paid for your sins and my sins. He paid it. When he dropped his head between the locks of his shoulder and gave up the ghost and said, it is finished, that means there is a plan of redemption. Redemption means to redeem, redeem, bring back the right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. For without Jesus Christ, if he don't exist, then God don't exist. <laughs> and if God don't exist, then Jesus Christ can don't exist. But you got to understand now, he said, I am a father one. I'm in the father, the father is in me. The works that I do is not I that does it, but the father that dwells in me. So what you saying, preacher? I'm saying that Jesus Christ is God Almighty. He's God the Father. He's God the Son. And he's God the Holy Ghost. There ain't no three heads in heaven. Amen. You know, he said, Jesus Christ in the fullness of the Godhead dwells the whole Godhead bodily. When you see Jesus Christ, you're looking at God, God in the flesh. He came in the flesh, born of a virgin Mary, huh? born in Bethlehem of Judea, baptized by John the Baptist. He did miracles. He did, he did miracles beyond any human being can even comprehend. He did it. And when he did it, he didn't have to rehearse it because he is the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. He's the one that brought salvation to the world. He brought it to the Jews. He came to his own, and his own received him not. But as many received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. And now the Jews said, Back when Christ came, born in the Virgin Mary, wrapped in swaddling clothes, Bethlehem of Judah, they said, no, this is not my, this, this is not the Messiah we're looking for. We're looking for a victorious Messiah. We're looking for a Messiah to come and destroy the Roman government and set up a millennial kingdom. And Jesus Christ said, I didn't come seek the righteous, but to call the sinner to repentance. Now, that's the key. He came to the wicked. He came to the sinners. He came to the hypocrites. He came to the uh, uh, the unbelievers to let them know there is, there is, not might be, not going to be, there is a creator, and this creator is Jesus Christ. He suffered, died, went to the grave, came back on the third day morning with all power in heaven and earth. In his hand. And he came the first time not to bring judgment. The only judgment that was brought up, up that he brought was the judgment of his own judgment because he suffered for our what? Sins. Sin, S I N. Sin is a cause. Listen, it's the root cause 
of the condition of the world that we are living in. It is awesome out there. It is terrifying out there. It is something to make your liver quiver. Because people today are not concerned about their souls. You got a soul, brother. And you got a soul that's going to last forever. And you got a soul that's going to take one place or the other. That means if you die, if you die, if you die without Christ in your life and repenting of your sins and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you die without knowing who Christ is through the Holy Spirit, you will end up in hell. That's not my promise. That, I, I, I didn't write the Bible. I'm only telling you what the Bible said. And the Bible said, except the man repent, except the man turn from what? Sin. Man don't want to turn from sin because sin is enticing. Sin is pleasurable. Sin is, is something that you were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. You could not help being born in sin because it was a cause. It was a cause of Adam and Eve. Disobeying God and telling, t- telling, telling the Lucifer, Lucifer, you got a point there. That sounds that sound like God is trying to hold back something from us. And so I want to find out what God is holding back from us that we can't eat the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the Eve said, I, I know what God said. God said, don't touch it. Don't eat it. The day you eat it. The day you touch that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you are going to die. What you mean, preacher? I'm talking about your soul will be separated from God. You will be dead towards God. You will be a servant of sin. You'll be under the influence of sin. You'll do what sin tells you to do. And what God hates? God hates sin. God hates sin. What kind of sin? I can't name all kinds of sin. But sin is sin. Make no difference how you look at it. There's some devastating sins. There's some sins that can cause you to go into devastation. But whatever it is, it's missing the mark of the holiness, the holiness of God Almighty. Anything outside of the holiness of God's divine power is sin. Anything done without faith is sin. All unrighteousness is sin. If a man knows to do good and does not, it's sin. If a man doubts God, it's sin. Why? It's missing the mark. And the only way you can hit the mark, the only way you can hit a bullseye, the only way, good God Almighty, I wish I had some time. I wish I had somebody help me up in here. Woo! The only way that man can get rid of his sins. The only way that God will be pleased and wash him white in the snow, the only way that a man can be renewed and rejoice in the walking in the newness of life, the only way you got to come at the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ. You got to come at the foot and bow down your sin-cursed knees because if you're born in sin, you are cursed by sin. You can't help from sinning. You sin when you don't want to sin. You sin when you say, oh, I made a mistake. You still sin. So the, how can I get rid of this garbage? How can I get rid of this just nasty, low-down lifestyle that I've been living? How can I go to church 
and and hear the word of God, what it will uh, 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 speak to my soul and tell me, what is it that can change my life? What is it that can give me the divine love of Jesus Christ? What is it that can change hate into love? What is it? It's not a it. It's a he. It's the great God of Zion. It's the one that had no beginning and no end. Jesus Christ said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And, and ain't nobody can change my name. Ain't nobody can tell me what to do or how to do it because I'm self-existence. I was before anybody was, and when I'm through with what I'm doing here on earth, I still will exist. And by that, why don't you want to serve the Lord? Why don't you want to know him in the pardon of your sin? The world want to know everything else, but they don't want to know Jesus Christ. And that's why the devil says, if I can keep people from coming to Christ, if I can keep people in disbelieving who he was, if I can keep people from, from, from praising my, praising the name of the Lord, if I can keep people from going uh, 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 on a, a tinsy, because people say, you get too holy. Well, you can't get too holy. Amen. You can be holy. Only way you can be holy, there has, a, there has to be a power, powerful enough to blot out your sins. I mean, eliminate the sins in your soul, in your spirit, in your mind, in your very being. Blot it out. There is no other power than the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only one that can do what? Separate your soul from sin and cleanse it and wipe it out forever. You don't have to worry about sinning anymore because when Christ comes into your life, he blots out that low-down, dirty, rotten thing that you've been doing. He'll drop, ooh, he'll drop something in you more powerful than a locomotive. He'll drop something in you that gives you love one for another. Give you joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Give you understanding of what's getting ready to happen on this planet. Because a lot of people don't know what's getting ready to happen. It's going to be something after a while. A lot of people worried about the winter months that's coming up. The winter months don't bother me. What bothers me is people continue on walking in sin, laughing and joking and playing around. I mean church folks. Playing around, don't have no sense to know I got a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And there is a hell. My God, my God, there is a hell. There is a place where the wicked shall cease from troubling and the weary shall be at rest. There's a place, woo, where there won't be no hiding goodbye. There's a place where you thought you had it, but you didn't have it. Think you have it. Know you have it. You know, you ought to know that you pass from death to life for one reason. You love the brothers. If you don't have the love of God in your heart, if you're not walking with him every day, if you're not trying to help somebody through the weekdays or whatever days, you, know, you can go to church every Sunday. You can go to church twice on Sunday. You can go to church until you, until the front door of your your face looked like the front door of a church building, but that will not get you to heaven. No. Your denomination, your uh, your status quo, your education, 
your, your Christian experience as far as if you have Christian parents, you can't go to heaven off, off of their skirt tail. You've got to get this yourself. You've got to get this for yourself. You cannot buy it. You cannot holler for it. You cannot uh, 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 learn about it. You've got to come to the man from Galilee. Galilee, the man that took the water and turned it to wine, the man that healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils in his name, the man that changed people's lives so drastically that the world got angry. The Roman government got angry. The, the, the Persians got angry. The heathen nation got angry. And the Jews got angry because they said, nah, this is not our Messiah. My, our Messiah is not coming like a little look like a lamb and, and, and going to be slain. No, that's not our Messiah. Our, our Messiah is coming as a warrior, and he's going to eliminate the Roman government. He's going to set up the millennium kingdom. But they had the right idea, but it was the wrong time. The first time Jesus Christ came, he didn't come. Whoa. He didn't come to set up the millennial kingdom. He came to die for the sins of the world. Lord God Almighty. I'm going to give my prayer. I'm sorry. Let me, let me pray. Father, we come to you now in Jesus' name. We thank you for your love and your mercy. We ask you let your word be spoken tonight. Let, 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 let my lips of clay be used by the Holy Spirit that I may speak to somebody's soul. Somebody's soul. Somebody needs some help out there. Woo! I know I need help. Amen. And I know who my help coming from. I've been getting help from him from the last, last when I was born. He was helping me. <laughs> my mama told me, boy, amen. You ain't going to grow and be a, a, a waste. I'm going to raise you right. I'm going to raise you. And by my mom and dad raising me in the church, uh, 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 going to church, uh, learning about the love of God, learning about the crucifixion, how Jesus was smothered with all kinds of uh, uh, marks on his body, how he was spat upon, how he drug that cross on Golgotha's hill, stayed up there for six long hours, hanging. Oh, did they hang a man? You talking about going to a hanging. No, this was a hanging above hanging. They hung this man because they didn't like him. He never said a mumbling word. They hung this man because he was saying that he was God Almighty. They didn't like it. They said this man is no good because he's helping people. He, he's saving people. That's Satan there. Satan, Satan don't want Jesus to do what he have to do. But let me tell you, he's doing it. He's doing it. He blessed you today to wake up out your slumber sleep. Woo! There's a lot of people that was here yesterday that are dead and gone. And I only wonder one thing. Were they saved? Were they saved? Did they know Christ? Have they been washed in the blood of the Lamb? Were they willing to confess him with their mouth and believe with their heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead? This your thing of going to church thinking you're going to get saved through the church. The church can't save you. The church is the body of Christ. The only way that you can become a member and a born-again um, member of the church of the Lord and save you, Jesus Christ, you have to be washed in his blood. Where does the blood come from? The blood comes from Jesus Christ. Where did he die? He died on the hill of Golgotha. He died on the hill of Skull. How long was he hanging? He was hanging for six long hours. Six long hours. He hung. And that, this hanging that... They did to him, 
No man on the planet right now, no man on the planet, no man 2,000 years ago, and on this planet right now, never, never could believe how they beat the loving Savior, how they disfigure every part of his body, how they spat upon them and took their fists and knocked them across their head and they said, oh, you ain't nobody. If you be the son of God, why don't you come down off the cross? Well, Jesus Christ didn't go up there to come down off the cross. He'd go down there. He came, He went on the cross and said, death? Hey, death, I got something for you. There was no man on the planet that was able to do this, but I got something for you, death. Yeah, death, yeah, you can you you can persecute me, you can whip me uh thirty-nine times with a, a cat nine tail. Yes, you can spat up on me, you call me names, you said I was nothing, but yet still I'm gonna stay on the cross. Whoa, because by me standing on the cross, I'm paying I'm paying the penalty of sin. Sin is destructive, sin is nasty, sin is Hard and cold, sin will drive your soul right straight into hell. And if you don't believe that there's a hell, Jesus Christ himself, Jesus Christ himself said, look, I'm going to talk more about hell than I'm going to talk about heaven. And he did. He talked more about hell and described hell and gave the world, gave the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all them a picture of what hell is going to be like because ain't nobody good enough. Ain't nobody smart enough. Ain't nobody insidious enough to go to heaven without the blood of Jesus Christ. And that means you accept him by faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. For without faith it is impossible to please God. For you must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. What must I do to be saved? You've got to believe that Jesus Christ was a virgin, very virgin birth of Mary. You must believe that Jesus Christ was God Almighty in the flesh. You've got to come around and say that Jesus Christ was a very son of God and that he died on Calvary's cross, that he was whipped beyond his recognition, and that when he died on the Calvary's cross, in the, within six hours he was dead from 9 o'clock in the morning to what? Till 6 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And his death was so dynamic. His death was so powerful that the son, the son, the sun refused to shine. And to tell me the blood turned the moon red. Why? Because it had high blood pressure. The pressure of sin on Jesus Christ's body. All the sins of the world. Sins from the Garden of Eden all the way from sins into the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ paid for that. He paid for the liar's sin. Oh, my God. Let me tell you what he did. What, what kind of sin did Jesus Christ die for? Because people don't understand. Amen. One thing God can't tolerate, he hates sin. And he hates sin. Instead of him just throwing everybody in hell, amen, 
He could have threw everybody in hell. He could throw up the whole world right now and let them go to hell and, and only give a second thought. Nobody could argue with him. No, nobody nobody could arrest him. Nobody could tell him that you 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 are God that slaughter people. No, you can't do that. Why wasn't it that God just got rid of all the sins of the world? Why didn't he just destroy everything? No, he can't do that. Why? Because John. The gospel of St. John said in the third chapter, 16th verse, for God so loved the world that he gave begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God hates sin, and he did something about it. And what he did, he took the penalty of sin. Now, come on now, listen. He took the penalty of your sin. What was your sin? In the book of Revelation, let me get this scripture for you. My God, I should have had it a long time ago. Woo! Woo! Listen at this. In the 21st chapter of what? 21st chapter of Revelation. Revelation is the judgment upon the world and all its calamity and iniquity. Listen. 21st chapter of Revelation, seventh verse. He that overcometh, now this is scripture. This ain't no Mickey Mouse. This is not Donald Duck. This is not, no, no, I didn't think this up. I didn't make this up. This is scripture. He said, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. He didn't overcome it. How can you overcome the world? How can you be victory over the world? How can you be uh, uh, live above sin? The only way that you can come above and live above sin is through the powerful blood of Jesus Christ. When Christ comes into your life, he gives you the power over sin. You may sin, but you still got power over sin that you only have a limitation because he ain't going to let you go but so far. Why? Because you accepted him. And you accepted his burial, his death, his resurrection. You accepted everything he said. He, you accepted everything he did. And what he did, he took your place. Good God Almighty. He took your place, took my place. I should have been the one hanging on the cross. I should have been the one that spat on. I should have been the one that was crucified. But I couldn't take it. Sin can't take that. I got to have somebody that's righteous. Somebody that's sinless, somebody that's perfect, somebody that never knew or even tasted the death of sin, and Jesus Christ was the one because it was God Almighty in the flesh that became like man, that he become a sacrifice for sin. Here's what sin is. For he that overcometh and heard all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, the cowards, the chickens, the turkeys, come on, all those that uh, uh, fear the name of becoming a Christian, people who don't want to become a Christian, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to accept Jesus Christ, I don't want to be embarrassed, I don't want to be a, uh-huh, I, I'd rather be ashamed of Jesus Christ, no, uh-huh. you're a coward, you're a lying coward, you ain't got, you ain't got the, 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 the stamina to admit that you are a sinner. Brother Bazaar used to be a sinner. But Brother Bazaar had some sense. And I said, look, Lord, I know I've sinned, but I'll tell you one thing. 
I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I, I want to accept you. And I know uh, uh, a lot of people say, well, I, I ain't ready to stop sinning. No, you might not be ready to stop sinning, but only time I believe a lot of people want to stop sinning is when they catch a glimpse of hell. When they cup a glimpse of hell, they're going to say, oh, I wish I never would sin. I wish Jesus Christ would have came into my life. But I was too busy in the uh, corporate world. I was too famous. I was trying to be famous. I was trying to be great. I was trying to make a life for myself. Yeah, that's the problem. You're making a life for yourself, but how about making a life for Jesus Christ and be a shining light to a dying world where people are falling into hell every day? And I'm not no, I'm not no color. Oh my God, I'm not going at nobody's color, but I don't care if you're white, yellow, green, polka dot. I don't care if you're Baptist, Presbyterian. I don't care if you're Catholic, I, I, Muslim, whatever you say you are. If you don't have no divine relationship with Jesus Christ by repenting of your sin, and you let Jesus Christ change your life from darkness into the marvelous light, and you will confess him, make no difference where you are. You're willing to sacrifice everything you've got to serve the living God that men, women, boys, and girls may look up and say, yes, there's something about this man, Jesus. Something about him. He's different from Mohammed. Way different than Mohammed. Taoism, Buddhism, Shintoism, Baptist, Presbyterian. This man is a man, man of man. He is a sacrificial death. And what did he die for? He died for the fearful, the unbelieving, people who don't believe in nothing. Going to church, don't even believe in the power of the resurrection. The abominable, the abominable, those things that God is abominable about. And the world is saying, whatever it is, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Homosexual name, that, that's abomination. Lying is abomination. Backbiting is abomination. God hates sin. And by him hating it, I should have been destroyed a long time ago. But God loved the world so dearly. He loved it so dearly that he don't want to see nobody perish. Because let me tell you, if you miss heaven, you're going to miss the whole purpose of living. You're going to miss the whole person of living and accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I don't care if you got no friends in the world. I'm not going to let my friends take me to hell. I'm not going to let them convince me that there's another way to live. If you don't live for Jesus, you're going to hell, period. And living for Jesus means accept him. Accept him as what? As your sacrificial lamb. The lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Listen to what it says. The fearful and unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, that's drugs. You got drug cartels in the churches today. You got drugs all on the street. You got drugs in party. And, and strip tea joints. You got drugs all over the world. You got drugs that you wouldn't even think people got drugs. People get behind the pulpit with drug infested. If the church folks are doing things inside the church that the world won't even do. Yeah, they got a form of godliness, but they ain't got no power. No power to do nothing. Oh, you can sing a song. You can jump and shout. You can speak in tongues. You can do all that stuff. But when it comes down to real holiness living, you ain't got no power. 
And that power can only come through Jesus Christ. Murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers, witchcraft and voodoo and idolatry, people who worship in idolatry, and all liars shall have their part. This is what the Bible says. Shall have their part in the lake of fire. The lake of fire. A place where you don't want to even mention it. A place where there is no more forgiveness. They are a place where the sacrificial death will, won't, mean, won't mean nothing because you missed the opportunity. What profit a man to gain a whole round world and lose his soul? And folks today are dying, going to hell, trying to gain the world, trying to get everything, trying to win the lotto, trying to do all this, trying to get a whole lot of money, trying to just work and work and work and work. And then when they get old, they say, I have some money to prove. I have some money when I get old. But then who say you won't live that long to see it? Because death can come anytime. Death has nothing to do with stopping you from dying. Money can't stop you from dying. Nothing can stop you from dying. The only way you can come out of this is, is you can live forever if you accept Jesus Christ. But I don't want Christ. I, 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 man, if you take Christ, man, the life would be dull. It be sickening, man. I, I, I have to stay home and, 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 and twiddle my fingers. I won't be able to enjoy life. But let me tell you something. You can enjoy life better with Jesus Christ than you can without Jesus Christ. And folks are trying to enjoy life without Christ, but at the end of their life, they die in misery. Die in misery. They die with a lost soul. Jesus Christ mentioned hell 53 times in the whole Bible. And he said that hell is gnashing and gashing of teeth. Hell is a place where all the wicked will suffer the wrath of God. Why? Because they rejected his son. That's why you're going to hell. You ain't going to hell because you sin. You're going to hell because you missed the ultimate sin, and that is die without Christ. You died in unbelief. You die because you didn't want to receive Christ. You die because sin is fun. You die because you figure there ain't no such thing as hell. God can't put me in a cool place like that. No, 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 that's right. God cannot put you in a place like that. You put yourself in that. You put yourself in that because you will not put your faith in the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ. It says here, all liars. Well, who is a liar but he that denied that Jesus Christ came in the flesh? Who is a liar but that says Jesus Christ was just a mere man? He was not no mere man. Ain't no mere man can walk on the water. Ain't no mere man can cause a raging storm. Ain't no mere man can feed 5,000 people with two fishes and five bottles of bread. Ain't no man that can have a 
don't have a doctor's bag and go around touching people and healing sick, open the eyes of the blind. Ain't no man can call a dead man from the grave from by by his name and he get up. Who who can do it? If you can find me a man that can do do other than what Jesus Christ done, I'll stop preaching. I'll stop preaching. I'll close my Bible and I'll eat every word from Genesis to Revelation. I'll eat every word. If you can find me a man that what Jesus done, do something exactly what he done. But I ain't worried about that. If I do eat the word of God, it'll be in my spirit because you're not going to find no other man than the lovely Christ, the Christ, the Son of God. He made a way. He made a plain way. It's not difficult to receive Christ. People don't make it so hard that you do, you don't. You can't do this. You can't eat that. You can't go here. You can't. Oh, are you crazy? Uh, you lost your mind. God is not no uh, a God of putting a ball and chain on. He said, who, 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 so ever will, let him come. Come what? Come as you are that you may receive the one that you need and have a changed life. Come to him. But I got to do that. No, what you got to do is repent. You can't just lay one sin away, this sin away, and say, oh, I'm saved now because I don't do that. Now, that ain't going to bring salvation. You try to get there by works. And every man, every woman, if he gets saved, he's saved by grace. Undeserved murder, love of God. You deserve to go to hell. I deserve to go to hell. Every, every, every human being on this planet deserves to go to hell. But God said, no, no, no. Satan, no, no, you ain't you ain't taking everybody. You you gonna get your group. You gonna get I I, I know that God said I'm God. I know all things. I know I know what you're doing. You you're trying to prevent me from building my kingdom. But I already done told you in Matthew 16, 18, up on the rock. Gonna build my church in the gates of hell. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Oh, yes, Satan, you got a whole group back in Noah's day. And I got a small group back in Noah's day. Only only eight people got saved during the flood. Only eight out of billions of people that was on the planet in that day. And the reason why there was a billion people because men lived long. They lived like 500 years. 600 years, 700 years, 800 years, 900 years. Talk to Methuselah a little bit. Methuselah said, I made it to 969, and then I died. And after he died, the flood came. The flood came because the world was full of wickedness, abominable. It was filled with whoremongering. It was filled with adultery. It was filled with homosexuality. It was filled with lesbianism. It was filled with dogmatic deities and false demons and God. It was filled with wickedness. And God looked down from heaven and said, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, Lord. I can't take no more. He called Noah out, called his family out, called his sisters-in-law out, said, look, you got to build me a boat, brother. Noah, you got to build me a boat. I'm going to give you the size, the height, and the length. And I'm going to give you 120 years. Yeah. 
I want you to build it out of goat wood. I want you to build it so you can take the animals two by two and clean the animals by seven. I'm going to let you have time enough to build a boat. And guess what? Lord got busy. Yeah, he got busy. And when he got busy, he told his family. He told his family, say, honey, gather the sons around. Gather my daughter-in-law's around. I got a call from heaven. I got a call from heaven, and there was no no telephone. There was no internet. But he got a call from heaven. And the call was, all flesh has come corrupt before me. And I'm giving you, Lord, the direction how you and your family can escape the wrath of rain. The wrath of rain. I'm going to cause it to rain up on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. I'm going to let it rain every day for 40 days. I'm going to break up the water from the deep and have water gushing up out of the earth. And I'm going to have water coming down on the earth. But before I do that, I want you to get busy. And Lord got busy. He didn't have no conference. He didn't go down there and ask people, say, look, uh, are y'all willing to go with me? Uh, Lord, have mercy. God say, you build it, Lord. I'm going to give you the length, the height, and the width. And Lord got busy. He prayed with his family. He told the family exactly what was going to happen. He told them, I've been preaching for this for 120 years, and the time is coming to close. I've been working on this boat for a long time. I've been laughed at. I've been chewed out. I've been cursed at. I've been name-called. I, I, I mean, the people out there were just so mean and cruel, it was even unsafe to go around. People were wife-swapping, killing, and murdering. They were having sex with animals, and wicked spirits was having cohabitation with the human race. Fallen angels that came down uh, uh, during the rebellion in heaven, and they had sex intercourses with the human girl, human women, women. And they brought forth giants in that man. Wicked. Wicked. You talking about wicked? Yeah. Mama going with the father, the father with the daughter-in-law, the daughter-in-law. It had it all mixed up. It had it so mixed up they didn't even know the DNA, which way it came. But God said, Lord, keep busy. And Noah kept busy day and night for how long? 120 years they worked on that boat. And when they worked on that boat, Noah preached the gospel. Why did he preach it? He preached it. It's going to rain, folks. It's going to rain for 40 days. It's going to rain for 40 nights. It's going to rain from heaven, and the water is going to come up out of the earth and gush up. And it's going to float this boat. And the folks said, you mad man, you are sick in the head. You old gray-headed turkey, you ain't got the sense enough you will. And you got your, you got your family believing that. You, got your, you, you always got some of your relatives believing that. But, you know, they're so lost in seeing it. They say, well, he's, just, he's about crazy as himself. But Noah didn't stop. Noah didn't stop praying. Noah didn't give up. And when Noah would preach, 
I don't know how many services he had a day, but he would preach. And the people would come around, but their minds wouldn't even know what he was saying. They wanted to see what's going to happen. They said, well, oh, this, this, this clown, he's about 900, 600 years old. He, man, give it up, man. Ain't, ain't nobody going to believe that stuff. But Noah kept on building. They didn't have atomic power. They had, they, had, they had power, but they was using it not like they use it today. Now we got atomic power. We got telephones. We got YouTube. We got all kinds of communication. Now the world is hearing another call. The world is hearing another call. And God put a rainbow, put a rainbow in the heavens. And this rainbow was to represent that the next time I bring universal judgment up on the earth. The next time I bring it, I'm not going to have no water. I'm not going to have no Kool-Aid. I'm not going to have nothing. I'm going to have it and destroy the world with fire. And the rainbow that you see used in the homosexual territory is abomination to God. The rainbow represents a covenant that God made with mankind, I'm not going to use no more water. I'm going to use fire and brimstone. I'm going to use nuclear bombs. I'm going to let man show how much knowledge he thinks he has. But all this is nuclear bombs that we're talking about in the modern time. God said, man, I don't have to worry about destroying man. Man will destroy himself. And that's where we at, my friends, because when Jesus was here on 2,000 years ago, he mentioned the whole story. He mentioned the whole story of the days of Noah. And he said, before I come back again, before I bring judgment on the world, I am going to use it. And I'm going to burn up everything on the planet. That sounds crude, don't it? No. Because everything on this planet right now is in the charge of Satan. Satan have charge of just about everything on the planet except one he's not in charge with. He can't handle this. What is that Satan cannot handle? He cannot handle the body of Christ. He cannot change the body of Christ. He cannot stop the body of Christ. From going. He cannot stop people from getting saved. The only way that he can stop people getting saved is because people say, well, the heck with it. I'm doing good, man. I'm making good money. Uh, I got education. I believe in all that stuff. That stuff is complicated to me. But the Bible said, Jesus said, before I come back, it's going to be exactly like the days of Noah. And what were they doing in the days of Noah? They were wife swapping, like I said before. They were killing each other. The men were raping women. The children were rebellious. They rejected Noah's plan of salvation. They continue on to laugh at Noah, just like people are laughing today at a born-again baptized believer that's holding up the bloodstained banner and telling the world right now, you better get ready. You better get ready because there's a judgment coming. It's going to be like never before. And let me tell you something. We get a touch of it now. 
storms, tornadoes, water shortage, food shortage, rebellious parents, rebellious children, homosexuality, child pornography, excuse me, child pornography, all this stuff that's going on in the government. And the devil said, look, I got, I got, I got, I got some church folks too doing the same thing. That's what the devil got. But God ain't got nothing to do with that. If you don't want God, if you don't want God now, if you don't want to get saved now, if you don't want to come to Christ now, if you don't want to humble yourself and come to the foot of the cross and repent of your sin, godly sorrow, you're broken up with a broken spirit like never before. You're so hurt that you have sinned against the Holy God and you're willing enough to say, God, I want to make a turn. I want to turn from darkness into the light. And the only light that I know that can enlighten your spirit and your soul is what Jesus done 2,000 years ago. I've been preaching this gospel for 57 years. 57 years I've been telling folks, trying to get you to see we're living in the days of Noah. All these TV shows and all these cartoons and all this witchcraft and all this voodoo and all these secret societies, the Illuminati, the Baphomets, all this is demonic, demon-possessed people who are now taking over the planet, taking over the planet. Why? Because they refuse the ultimate sacrifice that God made. There wasn't no little tiny sacrifice. God is great. God is huge. God is righteous. God is love. God is mercy. God is everlasting. God is God of gods and the Lord of laws. He controls. He don't control wickedness. He controls righteousness. And if you're not controlled by his righteousness through Jesus Christ, you're controlled by Satan. And Satan said, I can be like Jesus Christ too. I got power. Yes, he got power to destroy kill and rob. That's the only thing he can do. He can't do nothing else. He got the world so messed up, it's going to take more than a politician. It's going to take more than all the uh, 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 the seances and the witchcraft and the voodoo and all the newcomers and all those. It's going to take more, way more, way more. In fact, nothing, no more than the ultimate power that's in the blood of Christ. You can't defy the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ wins every time. He's undefeated. Jesus Christ is undefeated. And he don't fought many battles. And he never been knocked out. No. Oh, yeah, Satan thought he had it. He said, I'll, I'll, I'll take him on Golgotha's heel. Yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this sucker. This son is a troublemaker. I, I don't like his, his his way of living. I don't like the way he said that him and his father won because the devil knows when he said he and his father won, you're dealing with God Almighty in the flesh. And that's why Jesus told him, now look, man shall not live by bread alone, critter, bells above, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Oh, Satan said, oh, that's all. Uh, you got me there. He said, well, I'll tell you what. 
I'll go up and take you on a high mountain and let you jump down and see if the Lord will help you. If your foot hit the stone, he'll bear you up. Uh, what are you trying to do? He's trying to make him a mystical Messiah by doing miracles that people will be convinced that he is the Messiah. And, and he said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Move on, Satan. They said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't cut me off too short. I got something for you. Now, you say you're the son of God, okay? But you ain't got nothing. What do you got? If you be son of God, do this, do that, do that. He said, now, if you be the son of God, and and, 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 and I'll tell you what I'll do for you. I, I give you all the world and all the kingdoms. I give you all the whole houses. I'll give you all the bingo parlors. I give you all the cat houses. I'll give you the mountains. I give you the cities and the streets. I'll give you everything on the planet. If you will fall down, fall down on your knees, and if you can worship me, I'll give you this. And Jesus turned around and said, It is written. Not out of no comic book, not out of Jet Magazine, not out of no playpen, not out of Playboy. It didn't come from Hooter. It didn't come from no kinds of man-made, satanic evil to tempt Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ didn't want it. He said, oh, this stuff I own. The only thing you do, you done messed it up. I don't want it. But it's still mine. But you know what? Jesus was telling him, look, I got something better. I'm going to straighten out this world. I'm going to renew the world. I'm going to renew people's lives. I'm going to change people's lives. I'm going to convert folks like you can't, you can't even imagine how many people have got saved since the uh, 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 first coming of Jesus Christ. Millions. Millions on top of millions. Some got saved on the battlefield. Some that got saved in the same asylum. Some that got saved in prison. Some that got saved on the street corner. Some got saved somewhere on the planet. Not your little church building that you're sitting up in and you think, well, you see a few people coming to church. God is not no small, narrow-minded God. He's a God of love. And he said, whosoever will, come on, man. If you are drunken and a liar and a prostitute, come on, man. I want to change your life. I want to change your life. Because don't, don't let nobody fool you. A lot of people say, well, heaven ain't going to be too crowded. That's a lying wonder. That's a lying wonder compared to those that's going to be lost. That's a lying wonder because God going to get his kingdom. Oh, yes, he is. Say, so he think he got the best. He think he's winning. He ain't winning. He losing. And those that follow the devil, those that believe, those that believe that they can please God without Christ in their life, they losing. You on Satan's side, you're losing. You believe in doctrine, you believe in the way he uh, 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 try to put on like he's got salvation and do certain things to acquire. You, you're losing. There's only one way to heaven. There's only one way to hell. One way to heaven is to accept Jesus Christ. One way to hell, die without him. Die without him, I guarantee you will bust hell wide open. And I'm talking to demons. 
the devil have you busting hell wide open. You be saying, what? What? Satan, what you, you, you told me there wasn't no such thing. You told me that I was all right. You told me that this, you told me. Oh, the devil said, <laughs> I got you. I got you where I want you. I got you over that woman. I got you over that money. I got you over that sexy listen. I got you, buddy. I had you so tight, buddy. You thought you was going to make it with the lifestyle you live in. You never changed. And you thought God is going to gradually let you come into his kingdom with all that crap on you. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong because, number one, God is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. Now, if you're not holy, if you're not saved, if you're not sanctified, if you're not filled with the love of God, if you haven't repented of your sins, if you haven't confessed with your mouth and believed with your heart that God actually literally realistically raised his own self from the dead, you're lost. If you're not telling nobody, look, man, I got saved. If you can't tell nobody you got saved, most likely you ain't saved. If you think you got saved, most likely you ain't saved. Because when you get saved, there's a change. You love white people. You love black people. You love everybody. You love people who is not fortunate to You love those that do you wrong. You, that's God's love. He loves you. Look at you. Look at you. You ain't all that. Brothers all ain't all this. And I wouldn't be what I am without Christ being in my life. So who are you? You ain't sufficient enough to get up in the morning unless the Lord says so. You can't do nothing. Really, a lot of people don't want to give God the credit. Everything you do, God gives you the strength to do it. You ain't giving yourself. The world want to live separated from, separated from God until something happens. When a storm, an earthquake, a famine, or some drastic event happens, oh, God, oh, God, what's wrong with this world? No, it ain't the world. It's you. You need to wake up. You need to quit having a form of God and ain't got no power. You want to get out there and, and uh, uh, demonstrate in the street, I ain't got no rights. I can't, I can't, I can't. No, you a lying wonder. God don't give you a right beyond the rights of man. He said, I give you power, and I give you a right to the tree of life. I'm going to give you a right to eat from the fruit in the new heaven, in the new earth. I'm going to give you a right. To eat from the tree of life at the end of the church age, because when we when the church age is, that means what? That means the church will be removed from the earth. The body of Christ will be removed from the earth, and only God knows. Only God knows. I don't know. I don't know number one thing. Save Jesus and Him crucified. But I do know you got to have it. You got to have him in your heart when the trumpets blow. You got to have him in your heart. Not in your head, not in your feet. You got to have Jesus Christ in your heart when the trumpet blow. I don't care where you at. If you in church and you don't have Christ in your life, you will be left here after the trumpets blow. 
because they're all going to, Trump is all going to blow. Brother Bazaar, I know that. I know that Trump is going to blow. I ain't scared to say what I'm going to say because I know it right. I'm, I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating. I am pursuing the rapture. I'm going to occupy till he comes, but I'm pursuing the rapture. I'm looking for him to come. I'm hoping for him to come. I want him to come. But why he's not coming at my time, at my desire, I'm going to occupy till I come, till he comes. Occupy means I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to live for Christ. I'm going to try to tell everybody I can that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. I don't have to go around trying to, uh, to, to emphasize you, uh, uh, motivate you, saying I'm a Christian. I, I don't have to do that. I just live it. And that's living like Christ lived. Live in love. <laughs> live in love because Christ is love. Yes, he is. I have a love affair with him. It's been a long love affair. And I haven't fell out of love with him yet. And I can't fall out of love with him yet because the Bible says he is my hope, he's my joy, he's my peace, he's my love. You talk about love. Oh, my God, 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 God. You talk about a thrill that Christ can give you, a thrill that will last forever. Not that, not, oh, my, let me, let me, let me break it down for you. Not this little sex. Thrill. I ain't talking about that. That's a thrill that don't last forever. I'm talking about a divine thrill. When you're down and out, it seems like nobody cares for you. God gives you a thrill. He said, I love you, I love you, and I will never leave you. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world, even to the end of the church age even to the end of the tribulation period, even to the end of the millennium period. I'll be with you always, even to the end of time. And when time can be no longer, when time got to shut down, I'm going to give you the power to step on into eternity. And Jesus said, I'm eternity. Come on, I'm going to take you into eternity where you will rule and reign with me forever, where you will never have another problem into eternity, where you will be shopping forevermore, where you will be going down Hallelujah Boulevard, why you be walking on the streets of gold, ah, hallelujah, and you be stopped by Hallelujah Boulevard, going down to what? Yeah, going down there where you can get a tree and, and, and get some of that food off of it and eat it, good God. Almighty, where you can always, always be with Jesus Christ, where you can see your loved ones that's going on, and you can tell the Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for the cross, thank you for the blood, thank you for your suffering, thank you for your forgiveness of sins, thank you, just thank you, why? Because my soul is everlasting, my soul it will be saved forever, I'll never be lost again. Because the eternal redemption comes by one sacrifice, and one sacrifice is Jesus Christ. And when he made that one sacrifice and came back from the grave, now he gave his life 
by suffering for your sins, and now he's able to give you life because he paid the price for your mess up self. <laughs> I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about myself too. Used to be messed up. Huh? I ain't perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, I tell you one thing, I made a mistake, but this one one mistake I know I ain't going to never make. When I accepted Jesus Christ, that's no mistake. <laughs> now, if, uh, if, if anybody do not receive Christ, that's a big mistake. That's the biggest mistake you ever can make. That's a mistake that can determine whether you spend eternity in heaven Oh, hell, if you reject Christ, you're going to hell. If you come to Christ and humble yourself and submit your soul, your soul, pitiful soul, we're about bigger than that on a camel's back. The book of Isaiah says the inhabitants of the earth is like a grasshopper. So when God looks down from heaven, we are known to be grasshoppers. We're hopping around from town to town. We're hippity hop. We're jumping up and down. We're digging holes in the ground. We, 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 we think we're here forever. We think we aren't going to die. Wars don't kill a lot of people. All kinds of disease don't wipe us out overnight. So without God, without God, we just can't make it. Some people think they can make it without God, but I'm going to tell you, you're a big fool. You're a fool. I will tell you to your face, you're a fool. Oh, yes, you think you're cute? Men think they're handsome? Women with their, their, their fabulous shaking, shaking their, their behinds and, and dancing. Oh, they think they're on the top of the world. Soliciting men, oh, come on now. You know, all these women get on TV uh, slumping themselves around. They ain't doing, just doing that. They, they, they soliciting what they, can, what they can do for a man, and men will go crazy. Crazy as a bed bug. Men done died over women. Women done died over men. Why? Because they're seeking something. And what they're seeking is damnation. And they won't be satisfied until they find out they that couldn't satisfy them, but it'll be too late. The Bible says, Seek ye the Lord Jesus, why he may be found, and why he is near. For whosoever call upon the name of the Lord in that day shall be saved. Just come on to Jesus Christ. I don't have to have a whole lot of music uh, to get happy. Yeah. I don't have to have a whole lot of uh, uh, carrying on to get happy. I can, I can run and nobody chasing me. Huh? I can shout without a big band. I can crowd hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can crowd and let the devil know you're a fool. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. I got something for you. And the devil said, what you got? Come on with me and I'll show you what I got. There's a hill. There is a hill called the old rugged cross. Come on, Satan. Look at it. He died and he hung. He hung. The angels could not intervene. And he, Jesus could have called down, what, 72,000 angels. He said, no. No, no, I don't need help. I'm, 
I'm, I'm a self-existent one. I help myself. Good God Almighty. Nah, you can't do nothing for me. He told the angel, stay up there. Ah, and you can come down at the at the at the third day. You can come down and open the tomb for me. And guess what he did? On the third day, he got up out the grave with all power in heaven and in his earth, in his hand. And the church could not gear up until he come back from the grave. And Jesus told to the disciples, I now got all power in heaven and earth in my hand. Well, what happened before the resurrection? He had all power. God had all power, but he didn't have power to save. He is a savior, but he didn't have power to save until after the resurrection. After he come back from the dead, after the tomb was bust open and Mary saw him in the garden, he told him, after I got up now, I got all power in heaven and in earth in my hand. He told his disciples, now I want y'all, I want y'all 120. There was 500 brothers that saw the resurrection. And witnessed the resurrection that he walked the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. And after they saw that, they were convinced, but only 120 was in the upper room. So 300 and some, some people didn't even come to the upper room. Actually, actually now, really, it's not scripture, but actually all 500 should have been in the upper room. But everybody is not going to accept the gospel. Everybody's not going to accept it. Look, look, 2,000 years in the world knows, the demons know, hell knows, paradise knows, Tartars knows, Gehenna knows. They know Jesus Christ come up out the grave. They know that. But Satan and his demons can't accept it because if they accept it, the world will say, oh, Satan is finally telling the truth. But he's not going to tell the truth. He'll make a he'll make a lie look like the truth, and the truth try to make a lie out of it. And Jesus told the disciples, now y'all go back down there and wait. Wait for the promise of the Father. Don't worry about going to no football game. Don't worry about uh, uh, going to uh, Las Vegas and and spending your money. And uh, don't worry about uh, uh, your next uh, child graduation. Don't wait. I want you to go back down to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. And he's going to send you some power in my father's name. What's my father's name? My father's name is Jesus. I want you to go down there and wait for 10 days. And when the fullness of time comes, which was 50 days of Jubilee, 40 days, Jesus was up on the earth. Then he went back to heaven. 10 days later, it fulfilled the day of Jubilee. 
and it was a jubilee time when they heard from heaven, not from the UN, not from NATO, not from no man-made organization, not from no secret society, not from all these old crazy occults that are roaming the world today and folks are linking up and jumping up and joining up and say, well, we're going to go to heaven this way. We're going to go to heaven on our own way, and we're going to let everybody know, don't worry about what gods you serve. We all can serve the same God and be what we want. That's a lot of wonder. That's a lot of wonder. Apostle Peter said in Acts 4.12, there is no other name, no other name given among men, given among women, given among children, given among teenagers. There's no other name, no greater name, no higher name, no powerful name, no loving name than the name of Jesus Christ that man can be saved and receive the love of God through his shed blood. Oh, my God. And if there's no other name than all the names that you don't thought of, all the denominations that you don't thought of, all these names ain't got nothing on the name of Jesus Christ. That's the only name that any man, boy, girl, or animal is going to have to bow down. And every knee, every crusty knee, every black knee, every white knee, every Jewish knee, oh, good God Almighty, is going to have to fall down on their knees and they're going to have to confess with their mouth, every dirty mouth, every clean mouth, every sanctified mouth, they're going to have to confess that Jesus Christ is <laughs> the Son of God. Yeah, these demons going to have to settle down and say, we were wrong. We told y'all a big lie. We told you that this is Oprah Winfrey already said we always serve our own God the way we want it. There's many ways you can serve God. That's a lying wonder. God already wrote in John 4th chapter around in there. He said, God is a spirit. God is a spirit. Those that worship him, those that honor him, those that fear him, those that endow with him, those that lean on him, those that hope in him. Look at here, look at here. Those are the only ones going to be able to stand. And those will break down. When they see Jesus, the wicked, the wicked is going to have a nervous breakdown. They're going to break down with fear and call out on the name of Jesus and say, I admit that he is Lord to the glory of God. Many people today have different religions, and religion is not really uh, the way to salvation. There's only one way to salvation, Christ, Jesus Christ. Only one way, and that way is Calvary. Calvary's cross is the way, brothers. He is the only way. Those that's listening, I don't care how old you are, I don't care how you have heard the gospel preach, 
This is the gospel that I'm telling you right now from the word of God. I'm not telling you to send me no money. I'm not telling you I need a $65 million airplane to fly around the corner. I'm not giving you no motivation speeches. I'm not patting you on the back and telling you you're all right because I ain't going to tell myself all right. I said, Lord, if you find anything in me that ain't right, take it out. I don't care. I don't care what the devil has tried to tell me. I need to quit preaching this because you ain't really bringing nobody to Christ. Well, I don't know about that. I let the Lord handle that. Only thing, how can you hear without a preacher? I can't preach unless God sent. And the Lord sent me, so I'm a preacher. Do you hear me out there? Love every one of y'all. I'm trying to find some of these religions in my book that I'm going to let you know where you at. If you are in one of these religions and uh, you are practicing this, you are practicing Jehovah Witness is a uh, occult religion. Jehovah Witness. And I'm not downing nobody. I'm cursing nobody because they believe in the Jehovah Witness doctors. I'm saying you need to come out of it because Jehovah Witness is not biblical. It's not biblical. And yet still they're teaching that Jesus Christ is not God. That's what they teach you. And when you teach that, you're teaching Antichrist. Because when a man said that Jesus Christ did not come in the flesh, he is Antichrist. And we got many Antichrists. And any religion that denies that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God is anti against what? The birth. What? The birth, the suffering, the baptismal, the suffering. They deny that. They deny that. The cross, the burial, the death, and the resurrection, they deny that. They're anti. Because Satan knows by being against that, he got you. He got you. He got you like you caught up in a vice. You caught up in a vice of deception. Jehovah Witness did not believe in the blood sacrifice. Listen, humanism. Humanism, man's ideologies, they don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The occult world, the voodoo world, the seance world, the crystal ball, the chicken and bone. Come on now. Occult is anything outside of God's word, God's spirit, God's teaching, God's holiness is outside. And all this stuff is going to pile up in hell. And hell is full of occultists, full of a lot of church goers. Just go to church all the time, on time, on the time, singing the choir, preaching behind the pulpit, telling folks lies, and people love lies more than they love the truth. They hear the truth, they get, oh, you hurt my feelings. Well, I'll tell you, I'd rather hurt your feelings right now then not to hurt your feelings, and you die and go to hell because the no feeling that you got by being hurt is nothing compared to hell's fire when you say, oh, I don't need all that old preaching. That's old-time way. 
It ain't, in fact, ain't no such thing as old-time gospel. The gospel don't grow old. God will never grow old. God is the same yesterday, the same forevermore. And when he comes back to get his church, he's going to change his mortal body into immortality. And guess what? We're going to have a new body. We're going to have a brand new body. We're going to have an immortality body. We're going to have a body that we can go anywhere in the universe without any hardship of transportation. Woo! Witchcraft. They deny the blood of Christ. Atheism. Atheism comes from a fool. The 53rd chapter of Psalms and the 14th chapter of Psalms, it says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And the Bible tells you exactly what condition he is. Corrupt. Abominable. Liars. Game changers. Trying to change God. Trying to change his attributes. The fool said in his heart, there's no God. We got a whole lot of food. Educated food. We got poor food. We got rich food. We got black food. We got white food. We got food. Food in every nationality. They said that God is dead. And in fact, they ain't even talk to me yet. Because I tell my God is not dead. And, and, and listen, listen. If my God, if my God is dead and he died, I, I like to know since he's my father, my heavenly father, nobody didn't notify me. Nobody didn't come to my house and knock and come through the mail or, or, or the internet and say, "Hey, a bizarre, your your God died." What? You telling me that your God died? But mine still lives. Mine was living before you could even say that God is dead. He's not dead. How could he be dead? I'd like to know, who is it that woke me up this morning? Who is it They called me by name? Who is it that laid down his life for me on Calvary's cross? Who is it that said, Father, forgive them, but they don't know what they do? Who is it? Who is it that stretched out his hand on Calvary's cross and hung for, what, six long hours. Who is it that went down in the grave and teached the those in prison? Who is it? Who is it on the third day morning hey, got up out the grave with all power in heaven in his hand? Who is it? Mm-hmm. They said, I'm going away to a prayer place for you, and if I go away, I'm coming again. Who is it? Who is it that's coming back out for me one day? Coming back out for a glorious church. Oh, thank God. You're not coming out to a black church. You're not coming out to a white church. You're not coming out to a Jewish church. You're not coming out to a Catholic church. You're not coming out to nobody but his own church. And his church has been washed, yes, in the blood of the Lamb. Yeah, his Lamb of God and the Lamb of God that take away the sin of the world. Yeah, that's who he is. That's my father. And not only that, but I like to know who was the undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I like to know a little bit more. I like to know um who dug the grave. Uh-huh. And covered him up. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Who dug it? If you could find a man, I'd like to meet him. Yeah, and then uh, after they put Jesus in the grave, uh, they kind of sealed it. They said that he can't get out. I'd like to know who is it. They got him out the grave. Yeah, i tell you who it was. It was he himself. He brought himself up out the grave with all power in heaven and in his hand. We got other religions that don't have no grip, don't have no future. Buddhism. Where's Buddha at? Kaoism. Where's Kao at? Islam. You got Islam, man. They talking about Allah. Allah. Well, where is Allah? I ain't seen it. What did Allah do? Well, well, did he did did he sacrifice himself for somebody? Was he nailed to a cross? Did he go down in the grave and come up on his own part? Did he? Well, then if he if he did, you should be calling on Islam, Allah. He ain't got no record. He ain't wrote no book. And if he did, he wrote a bunch of jibber jabber. He left out the blood of Christ. When he left out the blood of Christ, that's damned already. You got circleism. You got Judaism. Now, Judaism now is the closest thing you can get to the real deal. Because the Jews was instructed by God Almighty to how to sacrifice animals. And that got old. That got that got stitched up. When Christ comes, he said, I didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. <laughs> Judaism is trying to come back and it's going to come back to a certain extent because Jews now believe this is what the Jews believe now they believe that the Messiah is here on the earth now the Messiah false Messiah the false Antichrist the Jews are saying that he's alive on the earth today, right this minute, right this second, right this month, next month. They say we are going to welcome him when he comes on the scene. When he comes on the scene, it will be verified with the signing of a covenant about the Temple Mount. The Temple Mount will be the sign that the Antichrist is here. And now you've got three top Jewish rabbis. These are deep men. They are saying in Israel today that the Messiah is here. One Jewish rabbi said that he had talked to him. And so the Jew are looking for the Messiah, but they're, wish, they're going to worship the wrong Messiah. This fake, phony, crackpot Messiah is originated through Lucifer. Lucifer will originate this Antichrist. I want to give them some verification. I want to give you some verifications out there. By the grace of God and by the love of God and by the forgiveness of God's mercy, 
I believe with my heart, my mind, and my soul, the Jews are right. The Antichrist is here on this earth. Why is it that I'm saying right now? Because the Bible says when the Antichrist gets here, the Jews are going to get a temple built. And the Jews have been working on this temple for the last 70 years. They are planning to build the third temple. And 2023 is the year in which it will be verified to the international and national news. They're going to announce that we are planning to build a temple, and it's going to be worldwide. And the Jews are working on it right now. Right now, brothers and sisters. I'm talking about Bible prophecy. I'm talking about just before the church is removed from the planet, the world is going to witness that what's getting ready to happen is the Antichrist is here, and he's waiting for one opportunity. He cannot come on the scene right now. He cannot come publicly right now because it's not time. When will be the time that he will come? He will come. Listen to me. He will come at the sound of the trumpets that will sound, that will recognize that the removal of the body of Christ will be raptured up. After the rapture of the church, time for the Antichrist will come with, then he will come on the scene. And the Jews will say, this is the Antichrist. This is Christ. This is the one that's going to restore the king. This is the one that we're going to sign a death warrant. And guess what? They get ready to sign it pretty soon. Well, Brother Bazaar has been studying this for like Bible prophecy is ever since ever since the Lord called me. Even before I was called, I was aware back there in '65. Antichrist was talked about in my school days. My dad was a Baptist preacher. He talked about it. I hear preachers going to different churches. They would talk about it. As a boy, as a teenager, I heard about it. And when the Lord called me to preach, all that I heard before I made, God made, uh, gave me the calling, it all reminded me back there is a false Messiah coming at the end time. And now we are living at the very end time. And one of the highest Bible eschatology teaching is that before Christ comes, there would be a great or a falling away from the faith. In other words, people will fall away from the birth of Jesus Christ. Huh? They fall away from the miracles of Jesus Christ. They fall away from the suffering of Jesus Christ. They fall away from the cross of Christ, 
They fall away from him hanging on the cross. They fall away from him, bowed his head and died and gave up the ghost. They reject that. And so now the church, I'm talking about the church, have fallen away from the genuine, authentic, redemptive plan that God sent his son down here to die and be persecuted and be hammered on like a piece of meat and disfigured so bad, so bad that I believe, now this is me talking, I believe that angels could not look upon him after the after humanity had mauled him, made a piece of meat out of him, made him look so bad that no man was able to look up on his business. No man was able to look up on his face because he was so disfigured by the sins of the world. And the devil said, I'm gonna I'm gonna crucify this because he he called God all kinds of names, critter. All kinds of men use his name in vain. He can't stand Jesus Christ because he knows he's on his way to hell. He knows that he cannot be redeemed. He, he knows that he can't repent and say, Lord, I want back in. God says, I'm going to tell you what God would say. Hell no. Oh, no, you ain't coming up here no more. I'm done with you. And he's a malignant, fallen cherubim, and he's hovering the earth right now. Demons are working day and night, 24 7, from, from, from the time he went into the garden of Eden. He's been raising hell ever since then. And now, in the last days, he's raising more hell because his time is short. The church is getting ready to be to removed. Well, Brother Bazard, it seems like you're pretty, pretty good at the scriptures. Do you know anything about where this Antichrist is coming from? I would tell you no, but I can tell you one thing. The Bible tells me where he's coming from. I believe in the Bible. All of it. I ain't shucking and jiving. I ain't backing up on it. Well, could you give me some information on what the Bible says about this man of sin, this wicked deity? I would have to go to Daniel. 725. Daniel gave us a picture. I won't be able to read it, but you can read it when you get a little time. 725 of the book of Daniel, and you can go to the ninth chapter of Daniel. But Daniel was a prophetic prophecy, and he prophesied 26 years ahead of future from about 606 B.C. until 1948. He prophesied that in the last days, closing to 2023, there would be coming a kingdom that would be formed by ten toes, Ten horns, ten crowns, and ten kings. It would be the last great world, new world order set.
setup that these horns represent ten world kings toes that will come in the last days just before the rapture of the church would occur. These forms, these kingdoms would have formed. They would have formed the New World Order, which is represented by NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And Daniel said, I saw these ten toes. And when I saw these ten toes, I saw them forming the revived Roman Empire. The revived Roman Empire will start forming, listen to what I'm saying now, it start forming in the year of 1948. 1948, I was four years old. I didn't know nothing about this. But as I grew on up to elementary school, junior high school, and high school, studied world history, and heard about these kings forming, and graduated from high school, and I still was hearing about it. My dad told me about it. I heard it in church. Preachers preached about it. The new world order, the one world government, all these will be under control of Lucifer through the Antichrist. And so these forms, they start forming in 1948. The first four, the first three was known as Denmark, Britain, Ireland, 1948. They're in existence today. These are the ten horns. These are the ten horns. I want you to understand this fully because this is dynamite. This is this will blow your mind. In 1952, Luxembourg, Netherlands, and Belgium came in. That's six. 1973, West Germany, France, and Italy came in. That's nine. That's nine horns. In 1981, Greece came in. That's number 10. So that's the 10 toes that's already formed, known as NATO, known as the New World Order, forming in Western Europe. That's where all your dictators came from. All your dictators came from either Eastern and Western Europe. After the 10 toes was finished, Daniel saw, you'll see this in the 7th chapter, 25th verse, Daniel saw, after the ten toes had got together, he said, I saw another little horn. This is a little horn. And he said, this, is, this horn was unique because this horn had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things against the most high. Eyes represent intelligence. Mouth represent authority. So this 11th horn 
came up after the ten horns had already been established, and after it was already established, I saw this horn come up, and this horn is another country. And this country was one of the poorest countries on the planet at that time, but it had eyes and spoke great things against the Most High. All right. So you got 11 horns. And the 11th horn, after the other 10 horns that got in, we got to find out what country came in after the 10 horns was already in. From 81 to 1986, this horn came in to power. It joined the union. It was able to be the crown country that will introduce the world to the as the Antichrist. Country was the 11th horn. Here we go. The 11th horn was known to be the only country that in that country that was amongst these other 10 horns is Spain. Spain is the 11th horn, and out of Spain will come the Antichrist. Spain is related to Israel. Spain is the brother where Spanish people come from with Esau. And Jacob was his brother. And so they were brothers because both brothers came out of Rebecca's womb. And Esau felt the hands of Jacob catch him by the heel as he came out of the womb of Rebecca. And when Spain came up, Spanish people are known to be bloody people. And they were bloody people because Esau was bloody. And out of Spain, the name of the man that will be the Antichrist is alive now, ready to come on the scene. Can't come on the scene until the trumpets are blown. When the trumpets are blown, the church will be raptured up. And as it be raptured up, the Antichrist, amen, will give woo, his power from being the level horn to what? Deceive the Jewish people on about building the temple. The name of the man that's going to be the Antichrist, his name is King Philippe. King Philippe, the son of Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos was trained by Generalissimo Franco from 1931 until 1975. Generalissimo died. When he died, he gave it to the the, the incomer, which was his one that he wanted to rule over, which was Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos Spain from 1975 until 2014. 2014, King Felipe, the son of Juan Carlos, took the throne. He's been on the throne since 2014, still on the throne. And his main aim is to get to Jerusalem because they're already done put Juan Carlos as the king of Jerusalem, and that same royal ship followed his son, and so now they consider 
King Philippi has been the king of Jerusalem, which right now he's getting ready to come on the scene. He's alive. He's got a family. He's got two daughters and a son. That's Juan Carlos. He had two daughters and a son. And King Philippi got married. And he was born in 1968. And when he got married in, when, 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 uh, in, when 1968 came, amen, he was born of Juan Carlos. And now he's a grown man. He got married and he's got sons. Got one, Juan Carlos had one son, King Felipe, and two daughters. Fifty-five years, fifty-five years old. Four military schools, no ten languages. Stands at six foot six, and rather handsome, tall, and the people of Spain is crazy about it. The women of Spain. The men of Spain, because he's got that Illuminati power. He's got that Baphomet. He's got secret society. He knows them all. He belongs to the Illuminati. He belongs to the what? He belongs to the Bohemian Grove, which is found in what? It's found in California, 2,700 square acres of land. And they are planning to what? Rule the world. My friends, this is what you call talk preaching. The devil got his specimen. He got his specimen. They all belong to the dark order. And the dark order is we are planning to rule the world, and we're going to give this man power to rule the world because all the power that these ten toes have, they're going to give it to the eleventh toe, which is King Philippi. Jesus Christ is coming. But before he comes, the Antichrist will rule the world for seven years. He will bring forth the mark of the beast. He will fight wars. He will he will be defeated. He will try to get the victory over the Israel people. He will try to eliminate Jerusalem. All this is in the making right now. War is getting ready to strike the front. The Abraham countries wants to eliminate Israel. Russia, Gog and Magog, Meshach and Tubal wants to rule the world. And now Putin is getting ready to get his five nations that he's planning. He's planning. to invade the Middle East. He's planning to invade the Middle East. And now he's gathering up five nations, Arab nations, Ethiopia, Libya, 
Togomar, Germany, Iran, Iraq. He's going to build him an armament, and when he get that armament together in a proper time, he's going to come down and try to invade Russia after or before the fall of the Arab country because they're going to try it first, and they're going to be defeated by the Jewish people. And then they're going to say peace and safety. And then Russia, when they see that it's peace and safety, then Putin's going to have his army to come down from the north and try to rip Israel away. But he's a fool and a double fool and another fool if he thinks that he can overthrow God's people without God doing anything. Because God says, when you touch my people, that's the Jew. You touch the apple of my eye. I'm married to my people forever. I will reclaim their land. I will reclaim their salvation, which they will acknowledge that I am the Messiah. I'm going to reclaim everything for my people, and they will rule and reign during the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. We're not far away from it, because you're not going to hear this in church. You're not going to hear this from uh, preachers who preach motivation speeches and preach it that you've got to have a blessing before you really know you're saved and, 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 and you've got to have big houses and have real estate and you go out and play lotto tickets and you're scratching and you, you do all kind of old wicked stuff undercover and you think it's God's will. That's a lying one of God. Don't use no, no, no uh, scratch pad. God don't need that stuff. That's satanic. Got people hooked. Got people messing up their families. Got people getting shot and killed because they win a big lotto, and when they get through winning, they ain't got they ain't got enough to bury themselves. We are living in the last days, and going to church. In some churches, you will not get the teachings of Revelation. You won't get it. And the reason you don't get it, because the devil knows that's his defeat. He's coming to make it look like the church of falsehood is the real church, and it's not the church. It's the church of Satan, because there's two churches. There's the church of the living God that Jesus Christ purchased with his own blood, and then there's the church of Satan that's using Christ to infiltrate the church and deceive people, making them believe, just believe the Lord and go to church, and you don't have to worry about that. You can have your freedom of life. You can do whatever you want to do. God will give you a line one day. Because if you don't repent, don't likewise perish. This is Elder Bazaar coming to you from watching on the wall. I need your prayers. I need your, your concern about what I'm telling you and what I'm invoking up on you and what I'm trying to reveal to you. I want you to attend. I would like to see you attend church. But if you ain't hearing anything about the second coming of Jesus Christ from these churches today, and they hear nothing about the suffering and the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and they ain't teaching that's the only way that you can come to God is through Christ. You need to get out of it. You need to get your Bible, get on your knees, and say, Lord, show me the way. 
Don't let no man tell you another lie about Christ's undivine love, his divine love to save your soul from sin through his blood. Only his blood can redeem your soul. I hope you can understand what I'm saying. Ninth chapter of Daniel, the seventh chapter of Daniel, 725. Read those chapters you talk about. You'll see about those horns. And uh, uh, you'll, you'll hear about a lot of uh, uh, uniting of churches together under the, the name of the Roman Catholic Pope, bringing all these ungodly denominations. Some of them is ungodly. Cults is ungodly. Anything is ungodly when they leave out Christ is ungodly. When you leave out the blood is ungodly. Because Jesus Christ didn't come down here on this earth to shed his precious blood for men and women to try to trample all over the blood of Christ and defy it because they're going to burn in hell. I mean literally burn. Don't be caught in that group. Get with somebody that knows something about the word of God and be able to explain a little bit maybe what I've talked about. But let me tell you, the Antichrist is here. He's coming out of Spain. And this year coming up, 2023, the Jews are going to be able to construct their temple and let the world know this is, this is national and international. We are waiting for Christ to come, and they're going to thank us. Jesus Christ, but it's going to be the Antichrist. And he's going to deceive many people. <clears throat> many people will be deceived during the tribulation period. If you want to escape the wrath of God, if you want to escape the stuff that's coming up on this planet, if you want to have a joyful life, if you want to have the love of God, if you want to have a song to sing to the glory of God and give God the glory and the honor and the respect that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is right because Jesus paid it all. Oh, yes, he did. That I used to be miserable, but now I'm shouting with joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. Because some glad morning, some glad morning, when this life is over, I'm going to fly away and be with the Lord forevermore. Let's bow our heads. Eternal Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your mercy and your goodness. Lord, what about saying, Lord, I come from your word. It's right anyhow. Open up our eyes. Let us know, Lord, that what the word said is right. What the word I said is right because it comes from your lips. It comes from your prophets. It comes from those that were inspired to write your holy word. We just ask you right now, somebody out there that needs to know Jesus Christ, is as simple as day. Confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead. And the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. I want you to be saved. You need to be saved. I'm not condemning nobody. 
I'm just telling you the truth. The truth shall make you free, and you shall be free indeed. Apostle Paul said, go ahead and confess. Admit, time is running out. As we go into 2023, <coughs> Bible prophecy will bust open. It's going to bust open so so wide that folks are going to tremble in their shoes. Knees are going to be knocking together. Folks are going to be crying out for help. And nobody will be able to help. And the only one that you're going to help, get help from is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As I get ready to close, salvation is free. You need him. God bless you. Hope to see you next week. I'll be on Saturday with Brother Tim, and I'll be on Sunday at 5 o'clock. Watchman on the wall. End time. Global ministry. Giving honor to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'll say God bless you. God smile upon you. And give you grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.